0: the world, yeah I want the world, yeah I want it all said I want the world, yeah I want the world, I'm coming to get it don't care what you heard, don't care what you heard, I'm taking it all cause I want the world, yeah I want the world, yeah I want the world. It's the best in the game, best in the biz, about you know what it is Coming from Brooklyn Bringing that truth Never gonna lie Never gonna lose Always on top Keeping it steady He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready He got the suplex Breaking your back Now everyone in the world Gonna listen to Taz Oh yeah Here we go a little uh, Throwback snack Debut Gimmick Jones here What's going on? Thank you everybody For checking out This edition Of the Taz Show This is a uh First time we're doing, we're going to do something different here. Something, uh, not not the first time we do something different, but you you know what I'm saying. It's going to be, first time we're going to try something a little unique and hopefully you guys dig it and like it. So you have to work with me a little bit through this, but I think you guys are going to like this first and uh, foremost. I want to say thank you everybody uh, who downloaded this episode of my show. Of this podcast, uh, you did that either at Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn or Radio.com or show.com Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, it's 2018, so uh, Happy New Year. If I didn't remember to say that in one of my previous sh- podcasts that I did this week, we should be live next week, twice a week, hopefully. Um, hopefully. It should be. I mean, uh, you guys might have heard... The episode that we dropped on Thursday, that obviously wasn't live, Seth was producing, PW Insider Report, Mike Johnson, um, that wasn't live. That uh, Basically, we did that, a massive blizzard here, you know, uh, as I actually record this, massive blizzard here on New York, especially Long Island, we got 18 inches of snow. So I could not, I had to get <laughs> out of there uh, of recording that podcast because the snow was just piling up in the morning, meaning the podcast that, that I, I recorded Thursday, which is today. So it's kind of funky because I don't know when you guys listen to this. Regardless, um, <clears throat> I have to tell you, I had one of the longest days of my life today. So I am just beat to poopy i uh from doing uh the the show early in the morning on cbs sports radio taz and the moose and then uh recording and then i there was two meetings i had to go to and fly out well i did the meetings first then recorded the taz show and then took me basically two hours and 20 minutes for a drive uh, to go home uh, from a lower manhattan two hours, maybe yeah. two hours, two hours and 20 minutes, I'd say. But that's normally a, uh, no lie, 50 minute drive, even with some traffic. So many of you guys that live in the Northeast feel me, you know what I'm saying? And this is a massive blizzard, superstorm Grayson, I believe it's called. So it's kicked my ass, I could tell you. And, um, With some of the snow removal equipment at my property was not working. That helped cause more stress, pain, anguish, annoyance, and everything. But yet, I'm putting my best foot forward because this is the debut of the Throwback Snack. Something that will drop here every Friday, okay? It's uh, just you and I, okay? It's a straight wrestling deal. Um. Each week, basically, I will go over a different match—an old match, maybe not so old, maybe an instant classic, maybe a really old one. And <clears throat> excuse me, I will, as I'm watching the match right here, I'm, I'm you know I'm queued up Jones. As I'm watching the match here, you guys can watch along or just listen to what I'm saying, and you could maybe watch the match later. You know, you know, I was thinking about it. I was talking to Seth when we got them recording. You don't have to watch the match along with me but you can if you want um because you know it's a little funky because there might be times where I actually pause the match and I have a thought and then you guys that know I pause like you know so it's like it's a little clunky that's why I said work with me on it but this is going to be I I I humbly say I think this is kind of an innovative thing here that that I'm doing and uh it's pretty cool and I'm excited about it um you know it's it's just going to give you my perspective and on one match while the match is happening, even though it's old. Or, like I said, an old can cover. It could be a match from last week on Raw or NXT or Ring of Honor or, you know, New Japan. Whatever. You know, it could be it could be any of that. It could be a match from WWF. It could be an NWA match. It could be a AWA match. It could be anything. It's gonna it's just gonna be uh, it could be an ECW match you know, you know that type of thing i the, the match i won't do is any match that i wrestled in that i won't do that's self-serving and i don't feel like that would go well uh, not that it wouldn't go well but i don't i don't feel comfortable doing it i don't know why i mean if unless you guys blow up my twitter or uh, down the road and say dude go I, you know tell me do do a match or I even not I just gave myself an idea to get tell you guys as was spitballing here um Even if there's a match that, you know, you guys, if you guys like the way I do this, this throwback snack, and it's a snack because it's not a long podcast, it's a 30-minute Jones. Oh, and by the way, today was a 30-minute deal when Mike was on because I had to get the hell out of here. I had, had, had to get the hell out of there where I was at the studio. Nightmare deal for me. But I digress. So even on, like, if you guys want, man, just like, if you like this, tweet me and and. Either tweet it or Instagram, I, you know, I, I'm pretty active with you guys, you know that. And let me know, Matt, you want you want to hear me, you you want part of, the, part of the throwback snack, or you want part of the snack. Just say, hey, Taz, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Um, you know, Austin versus McMahon would be a cool throwback snack. Yeah, whatever, I'm just throwing it out there, you know. So, but you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I mean, I, I, I have a bunch that uh, we wrote down that I think I'm going to do for the probably the next four or five weeks. But if you guys come up with something, you know, that sparks my interest that I think it's a match that I could sink my teeth in and kind of give you some breakdown, then what the hell? Now, I'm not going to do like, you know, color commentary on it. You know, that's, you know, you guys know my history and I have obviously a lot of history calling matches live or taped. It it won't be like that, but I will, uh, you'll figure it out. You guys are sharp. You're sophisticated. You understand. Um. So this particular match, okay, uh, in this episode, his first episode of doing this, will be uh, a guy that I've always been a huge fan of, and that's Ronnie Garvin, you know, uh, especially Ronnie Garvin's style and work rate throughout his run in NWA, and that's what this is going to be. It's going to be a classic matchup uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship, Ronnie Garvin versus Ric Flair, okay? Um, and this is not going to be, like, from the Omni or nothing like that or one of the big buildings. Those guys worked the loop. They worked everywhere. This is going to be the one that we're going to do the snack on is from the, from the TV st- uh, studio that they should shoot out there and uh, that shoot at, I should say, uh, on the Super Station there on TBS. Um, you guys can find this, like, on YouTube or I think uh, even on WWE Network, so, uh, you know, and we'll always go to break first, come back from break, and then we'll, we'll get into the match. So, you all have time to queue it up. Don't, don't worry. You know, but then again, what the hell? You, this is on demand. This podcast, you could pause me, right? Pause Jones. So, you guys have control when it's on demand. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, that'll be the match. Like I said, it'll, uh, it'll be Ronnie Garvin challenging, going after Ric Flair's championship in a TV studio. And that's what intrigued me most about this match. That these two, at that time, just thoroughbred stud workers in a confined, intimate setting like a TV studio in the mid to late 80s. Sign me up. That's going to be some physicality. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, we're gonna have fun with that. Um, but first, I gotta let you guys know. Take care of a little business here. Support for the Taz Show comes from my good friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. You know they understand how important your home plays in your life for you and your family, and that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And you guys know I'm a huge, huge supporter of Rocket Mortgage. So Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And the best part is, guys, it's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details to be confident when you're getting, if you're getting the right mortgage for you and your family, which is vital, I'm telling you from experience. So whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rockin' Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence that you need to make an informed decision so it's awesome you can't go wrong you guys know I'm a believer in Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans uh, it's awesome for sure so Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans apply simply understand fully mortgage confidently to get started please go to rocketmortgage.com T-A-Z that's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states NMLS consumeraccess.org number 3030 so there you have it so um all right, like I said, we're off to the races here. So we're going to have the nature boy, Ric Flair, world heavyweight champion right there in the NWA, Some of the greatest wrestling you'll ever see in your life back in the day. Uh, the challenger will be Ronnie Garvin, one of my favorites uh, ever. This match in the studio there down in Atlanta. Awesome stuff. All right, I'm going to go to break. Other side of break. We'll rock and roll. Sit tight. More Taz Show coming at you. Throwback Snack Joe. All right, we're back here. So, um, like I said, checking out, checking out this uh, legendary matchup from 1985. Yeah, 1985. That was a long time ago. Jiminy Crickets. I graduated high school, I think, in 84. What the hell? Checking out this match. It's Ronnie Garvin for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Ric Flair, right? So, this is done. In the uh, TV studio, you guys that are old-school wrestling fans, you know, down there in Atlanta, this is a classic matchup. Two guys that are just, I was just checking one thing. I'm listening to the announcing. (laughs) I've always liked Shivani. I have. Uh, But uh, the other guy, David Crockett, Lordy B, Lordy B. Good thing his brother was the boss because he was not very good. Um... Anyway, so yeah, they're in a studio. So when you're wrestling in a studio, very intimate setting, you gotta really work your ass off. And you got two legends, and Flair and Garvin, uh, two arguably the best ever, ever, ever. Uh, Ronnie Garvin did not have the huge, massive success that Flair ended up having, but Ronnie Garvin, huge mark for Ronnie Garvin for many years. His toughness, his tenacity in the ring. Um, everything, tough, Canadian, nasty, strong guy, not a gigantic guy. Right now he had a nice head scissor on Flair. Flair counted out and, uh, scooped over towards working, controlling the head. And there's a patented Ric Flair chop. Oof. These two guys will exchange chops, you know, two different types of chops where Garvin would bring that overhand chop and Flair would bring the traditional Flair across the, the, the middle chop. Um, big hip toss too. Now I'm checking this out into an arm scissor by uh by Ronnie Garvin. Smooth man, guys. Back in that era, I broke in by guys from this era. You know, when you broke in back then, you were wrestling back then and doing well, like Flair and Garvin were in the NWA. This is a world championship match to boot. Uh, this is right around uh, Christmas time. Uh, that this is happening in 1985. Uh, so, but when you came from back then, I mean, you needed, you really, you know, you had an awesome base of chain wrestling, exchanging holds the right way, taking your time, pacing and everything, which I talk about a lot on these things here. But, you know, and when you watch two guys like Flair and Ronnie Garvin, they've had battles everywhere. I just felt like doing a little snack for you over here on... One in the studio that they did on on TBS on the old Superstation. I just feel like you know, yeah, they go in big arenas, go to the Omni, go wherever, and battle. Man, it's swinging. I'm listening to it. (laughs) These some bitches are bringing it, and the announcers actually did a good job laying out, not saying nothing, because you could hear the physicality. And that's why I wanted to watch this match and talk over this match here because they're in a studio, and like I said, you're close range. What do you, I mean, I've wrestled in uh, when I had a tryout for NWA, or it was WCW when Bill Watts took over. And it was, I don't think it was this studio. I think this studio, I, I don't think I've ever been to this studio that so many of those NWA uh, tapings were done. I think that was on Techwood Drive, I believe, and I can't remember the street or where they are in Atlanta. Oh, man, these guys are bringing it, man. I mean, if if you've never seen a Flair-Ronnie Garvin match, you got to get on this. (laughs) I haven't watched these in a long time. They are beating the snot out of each other. Man, talk about protecting the business. Beautiful jackknife cover right there by Ronnie Garvin. But I, I want you guys to watch Ronnie Garvin. Like, watch, he, he you know, he bumps Flair, there's a jackknife cover, one-two kick out, Flair kicks out. Flair's still down selling. Ronnie goes over to pick him up, but he doesn't just pick him up. Watch the nuances, his, what he does with his hands and his face, how he bends down and he goes to grab him. Like, he means bad intentions, you know? Like, those nuances, what I've been talking about on the Taz show forever, those type of nuances. So right now, it looks like uh, Flair, again, it's just a steady diet of chops here. And Ronnie brings those overhead chops. And Flair's chest is getting more red than Ronnie's. (laughs) Both guys are tanned up and blonde. And they're just ripping at each other's faces. Now, Ronnie Garvin is just bringing headbutts. And I can tell you this right now. Um, These guys are not sitting there going, all right, well, let's do this spot. You do this thing. That's not happening. These guys have wrestled each other a whole bunch. And they're all just calling this son of a bitch on the fly, ad-libbing, feeling it like, like a lot of these great matches that I, that I cover here. So a lot of these guys from back in the day, cover, uh, uh, how they go over a match. You don't, you didn't then need to go over. A, now, I'm sure they had a certain amount of time in these TV matches. This was TV. So I I don't know how long this match is, to be honest. It it feels like it's going to be about a 12-minute match, maybe 13 minutes, somewhere in that world. It could be longer. I know when they've worked at the bigger buildings, these two cats, the matches were a lot longer. Um, Just back to the chops. It's just like all reliable. You can't go wrong. And Flair, as usual, just does an amazing job of selling arguably the greatest heel sell job ever is by Nature Boy Ric Flair on a regular basis in his whole prime. Uh, nobody as a heel sold like Ric Flair. He sold. He was just uh, the, tremendous the way he sold. He was not what you call a killer heel. He was more of a chicken poopy heel. That's kind of what you call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's... Um, See, there's no padding on the outside of the ring. You're on a concrete floor in a studio. There was a lot of studio wrestling, as you guys know, back in the day. Well, Memphis obviously did tons of TV shoots in studios. Like uh, that was a news station, I believe. I wrestled there also. Mm, um, this whole deal with um, with NWA, I could just won Portland. I never wrestled there, but I think Portland did it. I believe. Uh, Florida, Georgia championship. One of them did it too. I mean, I, I was I'm from New York, so I used to see WWF all the time. I didn't have cable, but the cool thing is, like when you watch the NWA stuff from back then, when it was on TBS and the Superstation, and you if you watch it now, you, you could see like um they show you so much, like cameras being you know cameras shooting cameras, the set, the monitors that the guys could see when they're in the ring they were kind of a before they were before their time, before their time. You know, like they it was kind of like very behind the scenes is exposed, you know. Man. Uh, this match is ultra, ultra physical. And two segment Jones. Looks like they're going to a commercial break here. Shivani's screaming, you heard him. But um <laughs> It's great stuff. And um what a hook. These two guys you are beating the snot out of each other and, you know, and Flair is defending his championship against a very rugged competitor named uh, Rugged Ronnie Garvin, who wasn't rugged back then, wasn't called rugged, for those who remember him in WWF, another guy they failed miserably, I believe with. I don't know what happened with him there, but, he, you know, this match here is extremely physical. Like, I'm talking about these two guys aren't playing, uh, they're not playing games. I really believe um, younger wrestlers today uh, should watch this match uh, and and several of these more competitive matches that they've done in TV studios, like NWA in particular. And it's not just the NWA. There's a lot of these matches from the 80s that were done in studios, as I said, that were ultra-physical. This is just, like, really... um, Oh, by the way, I just noticed Ronnie Garvin, kind of like Taz-esque. No knee pads Jones, but he was before me, so I guess maybe I was like him. <laughs> so I didn't realize uh, he didn't wear knee pads Not the whole while. Hmm, interesting. And now Flair takes a tumble to the outside, and Ronnie Garvin, no wasted motion, goes right out after him because of the heat, the rivalry. Ronnie Garvin, the character, knows he's a baby face. He's gunning after the world title. Rare opportunity to get an opportunity on TV back then for the uh, you know world championship. David Crockett, I'm begging you. Well, that wasn't really a great cross body block by Ronnie (laughs) Goffin. It's kind of weak. That's coming for me, a guy who was not a high flyer, but it don't matter, man. His stuff just looked real legit, tight, tough, nasty. Rugged, I mean, uh, and Flair's begging off. Be careful. Be careful, Ronnie. Don't trust Flair. He'll suck in. Be careful. Oh, no, Ronnie, he'll fall for it. He didn't. He didn't. He got him. He got him right. And here comes the chops. Man, you could hear him. It's just a war. Lordy B, they are bringing it. That's what you call a little inside baseball for you. It's called protecting the business. That's the I don't know if I don't know if the young cats uh, know that expression anymore. But man, they, they just just a nice back suplex by Ric Flair, and now uh, Ronnie's back down selling. The announcing, I uh, you know, they're not saying a ton. They're kind of just letting the pitcher tell the story here. David Crockett just gave us a Flair dropped a needle ahead to Ronnie Garvin and he goes needle ahead. Thank you. Captain obvious. <laughs> I don't know why David was the lead where Shivani should have been the lead, but that's another story, man. It's if you, you know, for those that forgot, maybe they forgot how physical Ric Flair was back in the day. Holy smokes in his prime. He was a physical son of a bitch forgot about that nice reversal delayed vertical suplex by ronnie garvin on rick flair flair is selling like like i never could in my life <laughs> and ronnie garvin just did an old school splash from the mat not even off the ropes just to cover him and rick having that great uh mat sense and realized the bottom rope was there and, and used the bottom rope for the kick out good shortcut way to get the ref to stop count instead of kicking out it's a good little subtle heel move by rick flair Now, Rick looks like he's going for that knee breaker because uh, Ronnie had Rick in a ha- uh, headlock. So this is the prototypical Rick Flair would go to that left knee and work on that knee, set you up for that figure four, you know. Again, psychology 101 right there. Great stuff. This is some match. Um, I- I'm obviously a fan of both these men. You could tell just by my voice. Man, it just just slapping the taste out of each other's match, just bringing it. And and you know, anybody that thinks like oh, business is businesses are working all that, you know, that's why a lot of times wrestlers get pissed off because yeah, the finish is predetermined. you know, you guys don't understand. Look, our goal is not to go in there and injure each other. That's not the goal at all. But it's to be physical. And these two men in 1985 are showing you that. Because I'm telling you, they're just throwing hands. There's no high spots. There's no, you know, it's different than like uh, Brody and Abdullah, a different style of physicality. This is just slapping and punching and just, again, you know, you're, you're not trying to bust a guy's teeth or break a guy's nose or bust his eyesight. That's not the goal. But you know what? You know, each each of you are going to leave that ring black and blue bust busted blood vessels on your chest and you just try each other just 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 freaking go for it and you could just see it man man this is just this is great hopefully you guys are watching along with me with this here just out of nowhere shoulder tackle and now just a right hand hands of stone jones by garvin into flair's head Shooting for uh, Flair out of the corner. Big backdrop. Flair takes his uh, backdrop bump, which he's always done great. Looks like they're zoning in for something. I feel like the finish is starting to cook up. It's getting ready to go home here. And then the headlock takedown by Flair. And then there's a head scissor by uh, you know, by Ronnie Garvin. And Flair reversed out of it. And there's a bridge spot. They're, they're both tired. But Ronnie's trying to get that bridge. And he got it. It's hard. Hobbing your gas to do that bridge with the guys on your chest, backslide Jones, gonna kick out of here I guess. Flair, yeah, he oof, he popped his shoulder up. Here goes another whoop, punch to the face, Garvin right to the head, facial area. Flair and Flair's down. So let's. I don't. I don't remember what happens here. I know I saw this match and I do not remember the finish. I feel like we're going to get an F-job finish here. We're not going to get a winner. I smell a running or something is going to happen here. And Ronnie is just wearing Rick out these punches. The ref is trying to grab Ronnie Garvin. The ref is about 60 pounds soaking wet with a brick in his pocket. Nut job Jones. Ronnie just got crotched on the top rope. I saw Joey Styles. Uh, get upset, Uh, what's her name, Uh, Stephanie got upset with Joey once because she said crotch on the air we were calling a show for WWE. She goes, it sounds so not good. It was kind of funny the way she said it. Joey said, I can't say crotch. She goes, oh, don't say that. And and that was it. He never said it again. It was kind of funny but weird. Uh, I digress. Yeah, Rick is just stomping on the face now. Oh, there's you running. Legendary Dusty Rhodes, the late great Dusty American Dream, gets right on Rick. Comes in here. David Crockett is screaming. Hey, put the finger forward. Put the finger forward. And here comes a double. Oh, double A, I should say. That's all scenarios. That's uh, on Anderson and Oli Anderson, and they are just working on the knee of Dusty Rhodes. Referees getting bumped all over the place. The guy got bumped about ten times. And the Andersons are just wearing out Dusty and some of the other boys are coming in from the locker room. And they're just getting peppered and powdered. Everybody's wearing burgundy trunks. Everybody. I'm confused. Rick's wearing purple. Yeah, so this match got basically thrown out. And they're just getting a bunch of the four horsemen. are getting a bunch of heat on Dusty Rhodes' um, you know, his leg. So uh, I don't know where Ronnie Garvin went. I can't find him, but. They yes, just Rick is stomping all over the ankle in the boot of uh Dusty. Uh, anyway, the match itself was great. The running, I mean, you know, running's a running. Man, everybody must have had a uh, look at how many people are wearing burgundy trunks like maroon. It's insane. Maroon trunks back in the day were black in uh black trunks in today's wrestling. What in the wide world of sports is going out The song age! Uh, anyway, so that was it. Ronnie Garvin, Ric Flair, Atlanta TV studio, champion retains his title in the Nature Boy. Rugged Ronnie Garvin wasn't rugged then, but he looked rugged to me. God damn. I'll tell you what, they were swinging, they were bringing it, it was awesome. Great match, you should check it out, and I hope you guys enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun to do this. So that's that. All right, look, I'll catch you on the other side with another one of these things are real soon here. I'm Taz, you not. Thanks for the support, guys. Love you. Adios. i hold you. No, it's all right all right all right all right yeah. yeah yeah said i was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when i was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. A road is just a road, but a Jeep SUV isn't just an SUV. Come see for yourself at the Jeep Start Something New sales event. During Owner Appreciation Month, financing at 3750 total cash allowance on select 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 models and dealer stock the longest. An oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Jeep Cherokee Laredo models as of 1320 2020 in dealer stock. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 2-3-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark.